0: i Hey, everybody. It's a Sunday night, and that means it's time for Ada because Lady Ada o'clock or so. I'm sometimes late, um, but it's a lovely evening, and I thought we'd check in on the kind of electronics I've been working on over the weekend. How do you feel about that? It's yeah, let's really, do okay. it. Okay. All right, so this weekend, um, I spent way too long on uh, refactoring our e-ink drivers to support partial updates and uh, some grayscale support as well. I got a uh, sample display that's actually a, a pretty popular model of display and it has partial update support. So I thought I'd show that off, so let's go to the overhead and check it out. All right. So here I've got my Cutie Pie board, this is the new SAMD21 board we have and it's wired up to our uh, e-ink friend and um, you see it's updating this e-paper display, but only the last digit is changing and you don't get that like flashing effect that you normally do. Um, So this is called like a fast partial or differential update. But um, if you do update, you see there's a little bit of a ghost image, like it's not perfect. Like, you know, if if you, you can't just do partial updates um, because you get residual ink kind of like floating around. So you do have to um, do like a full update about every 10 updates. Um, But that said, it's kind of neat. Like, you know, you basically can uh, have, like, you know, animations or, like, you know, uh, graphs that are, like, dynamically changing or, like, in this case, obviously, this could be a a clock um, where it updates the seconds or minutes. And um, uh, another thing that this display can do is grayscale, which is pretty cool. If people want to see that, I could load up the grayscale code now that I've, I've tested this out. I don't know if people in the comments had any requests. And what I'm doing was I was actually getting this working because I wanted to create a um, feather wing for 2.9 inch e-ink displays. This is a 2.9 inch diagonal. So this is a feather wing and uh, this display would plug in onto the end here and and wrap around. So it's like a nice, like, you know, display looks like that when it's assembled and uh, has a couple buttons on the top and then your feather wing Plugs your feather plugs in, get some SD storage for some files as well. Alright, so that's that's basically what I worked on, and it's like that actually took a really long time. Yeah, so. Because the data sheet didn't have any information. A couple things. Yeah.
1: So this is, I think, the first time I've seen any ink display um, selectively updating just one location and it uses a clock. Yeah. I've not, I've not really seen that before.
0: It's really hard to do, um, especially flipping between partial and full it's like you basically have to load different lookup tables initialization code you have to your code has to be um, able to do it so it's like not only was it really annoying to figure out like exactly what the chip wanted but you also have to refactor your code to like deal with the fact that you know one out of ten times you're going to do a full update so you can't hard code the lookup table because you have to switch between them um,
1: so you have to choose Like You have to kind of know What you're going to do Before you do it And then yeah. you have to Write the code To kind of cover every Make and model Of, of all the yeah. Thinkings And then you have to Be and able to drive it And make it easy
0: And historically We only had um, You know Full updates Like I never did partial Because it was such a You know again It was like almost no documentation Sorry There's no documentation And um, You know It, it yeah. seemed really annoying So um, But I was like Well I really want it For a project I'm, I'm building So sat down and did that yesterday and today. Um, Let me see, maybe I can open up the uh, grayscale demo. Because that would be cool. Another thing that this can do is uh, grayscale support.
1: So you just basically say, okay, now we're going to do grayscale. Then, but you can't
0: do grayscale and partial. yeah, you can't do sele- you can't so do
1: partial updates and grayscale at the same time. So you have to say, okay, we're going. to Yeah,
0: do it. it's so confusing.
1: Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, these are like
0: well, tiny, I, tiny, tiny. There, there's machines. definitely like <laughs> I, you know, the, when you're dealing with TFTs, right? Like in like we recently had to deal with like people asking about TFT glass and TFT chips. So TFTs are made with a glass that has like the RGB matrix and it has a driver chip. And the driver chip is usually what you call display. You call it like a ili 9341, or you call it an ST7789. Um, hold on, let me just change the, uh, the Cutie pie pin out. And I'll upload this. Um, but with ease, it's different. So like in TFTs, the glass is pretty much always the same like maybe you have like the red and green swapped or something but for the most part you know pixel one is pixel one the 16 16 or 18 bit color it's a 18 bit color like you're not going to get changes in that way um but for e ink displays um you do get you have um the film and you have the driver and the film is what dictates the lookup codes and the driver is what dictates the way you communicate with the chip so you actually need both, like you can't you can't just say like oh an ST7789 is ST7789 um, you actually need to have um, you have to combine both the film and the driver so this is um, grayscale, you can see actually from doing the partial updates that it has a little bit of residual, what you need to do is, and I haven't done it here, is you like do a full Hard refresh to white, and then full well, hard refresh to black. In computer
1: science, there's garbage collection. What are you going to call this?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's... Screen it's, cleaner. It's screen cleaning, basically. But it looks no. like, yeah, if you do too many partial updates, you get a ghosting effect. And so. this, is,
1: this is physically inside of it moving a particle, a, uh, sorry, a, a chunk of particles to a different position to show, to have a point...
0: To reflect or not reflect. To right, like,
1: Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a like electrostatic uh, process. Or, or yeah, you you probably know better. Like, it's it's physically moving little balls. Is that the right way to?
0: Well, it's it's using like electric signals to move the, the ink balls up and down. But the ink balls get like ionized, just like you know you have a screwdriver yeah. and if you touch it to a magnet too much, eventually it gets magnetized. So I'm wondering what the so right. So to demagnetize it. I'm wondering what
1: yeah. It's like what's the right term for like when you have to like shake those magnetic screens. You know, the etch sketches Yeah,
0: it's like that. It's yeah, like that, the etch we'll sketch You have to, like, clean it, and you have to really, really shake it. Yeah, so.
1: maybe we'll look up what that is. Because, like, you draw the little... Or the magnetic thing where you, like, you put the mustache on the guy, and then you have to, like, shake it off. And So we'll look up what they call that.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. It's, like, you really do see... It's very faint, yeah. but you do see a little bit of an outline. It's interesting. So I don't know if it means it just. I would have to not use it for a while or, or what I want to investigate more again there's like no information okay yeah. is there as
1: much a is there much of a power saving on top of the speed improvements
0: well because it's, um, it's a little bit less power but most importantly because it's faster it's just on less like the, the longer it's on you know the longer all the power takes so one of the nice things about fast partial updates is that um, you don't have that uh, that long delay while you're waiting because this has an update rate of about one second and when you're doing partial updates, I think it's half a second. It's like about twice as fast. There's also a thing where you can do partial updates, but doesn't, like, overwrite the ink. Instead, um, you can have it, uh, like, do the flashing. Like, how you see how it's, like, flashing the whole thing? It does, like, the invert-invert. It does that, but only on a little square. So I think that might be a little bit more gentle on the display as well. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, so um, I'm using the Cutie Pie, and we um, put a couple hundred of these in the shop, and they sold that really fast. So Yeah,
1: sign up. Adafruit.com slash Cutie Pie. We're going to keep putting them in stock, and then we did a low price right now, and if we put them in, they're still going to be a lowish price. Um, eventually, we'll have to raise price, but we want to get a bunch of these out. So sign up to be notified. They're cute. And uh, we have an easily memorable URL, adafruit.com forward slash Cutie
0: but if you did get one, you might notice on the back, there's this little spot. And we're to have to wrap up the guide, but there's a, a spot on the back for, uh, it says SPI flash, if you look very carefully. Yeah. And you might be wondering, like, hey, what, what's that for? Well, in CircuitPython, um, we use the internal flash memory of the chip for a disk drive. But, you know, that means that we can't fit as much stuff into CircuitPython. It also means you can't fit as many files. So if you want to do, like, audio playback or you want to have, like, you know, fonts or whatever, bitmaps... You'll have to store that on um, the flash memory by soldering it in. Uh, And flash memory is something that, you know, we put in a couple of these chips into the store in case people wanted them. But I wanted to show people what if you want to add SPI flash and there's like multiple sizes available, not just physical, but actual uh, memory sizes, um, how do you search on Digikey to find a flash you can solder onto the back? And that leads us into
1: the great search. Every single desk of Lady Ada, we have a great search by DigiKey and Lady Ada. Where
0: in the world is that
1: part I need? The great search with Digi-Key. All right, Lady Ada, uh, let's uh, do this.
0: Okay, so this great search, we're going to be looking for SPI flash memory so we can sell it on the back of our cutie pie. So let's go to... The computer. Okay. So, um, yeah, on the back of the board, there's a little spot that says SPI Flash. Now, here's some good news all SPI Flash has the same uh, pinout, which is like really, really handy. So, you don't need to um, worry about like what if there's a different, I mean, there's slightly different models, but the pinout's always the same. And that's why I don't have a particular number that I'm suggesting. Instead, you can find almost any SOIC SPI flash and solder it onto the back. So let's go to DigiKey. So SPI flash, I actually just searched for SPI flash. Um, now, there's other kinds of memories that you can get. There's SRAMs, um, which is what I use on the E-Ink dis- uh, uh, friend to help buffer the display. There's EEPROMs, but... Um, SPI flash is low cost and uh, fairly large. Like the SPI flash that I tend to use is either two or eight megabytes. And like, that's pretty good. I mean, like it, it's not as overly overall, as cheap as an SD card um, per megabyte, but if you don't need a gigabyte, you'll need a couple megabytes. It ends up being cheaper, even though because just because you're not paying for um, an SD card and SD card holder. So after you search for SPI flash, so you're going to get a bunch of things, especially microcontrollers, because microcontrollers also have SPI and they have flash memory. Remember when you search, it's like all the words can appear in any order. So even though embedded microcontrollers has like 56,000 items, we want memory. Um, as always, I'm going to pick active. And normally I pick tape and reel because I'm buying for manufacturing. But in this case, it's like, let's... Uh, make it so people can order one or two pieces and update their SPI flash on the back of um, the cutie pie. So for that, I'm going to just ask for uh cut tape or tube. I mean, you can also get bulk, but did you tape and reel, tape and box? Those are all going to be like, you know, larger quantities. So let's just, you know, we can get rid of like 3000 results just by doing this. Okay. Next up, um, what is the mounting type? So um, I'm going to go with surface mount. Or instead of just picking surface mount, you can go down to the package and case and say, like, well, what is my um, package? In this case, um, you know, if you go down, you can see you can get flash memory in like, um, you know, BGA format, like 16 pin. We just want the 8 SOIC version. And now there's two. And you have to watch out because I've totally made this mistake. There's two sizes of SOIC SPI flash, um, what I call um, slim and chunky. Um, And I'll show you on the overhead real fast if if it's okay to flip back. So these are the same pinouts, but you'll see one is the chunky and one is slim. Um, Once you get over like four megabytes, you usually have to get chunky size. Although I'm, I don't, I'm not convinced that it actually the die itself takes that much space, but they, they seem to be only available in this package. I don't know exactly why. So watch out. Depending on your um, your footprint, you you know, for our boards we often have a footprint that supports both. On the Cutie Pie, it only um, supports the smaller one. So you can see here. Um, however, I have in times of desperation. Uh, soldered a uh, larger one on by sort of like you know putting it perfectly on and then like soldering the pins um, if it's like perfectly centered you can get away with it okay so back to the computer okay so now that we've decided we're gonna go for the 3.9 millimeter with the smaller one we have a bunch of options okay so number two thing you gotta watch out for When you look for SPI flash, it's sold in megabits. But chances are you think of memory in megabytes because that's how humans tend to measure things. So you have to multiply it by eight. So if you want a two megabyte device, you're looking for a uh, 16 megabit. If you're looking for a 16 megabyte, you sorry, if you're looking for an... um, This is confusing because it's by four. If you're looking for a four megabyte, you're looking for a 32 megabit, and if you're looking for an 8 megabyte, you're looking for a 64 megabit. But these are like a little confusing because sometimes it multiplies by four per memory section. In general, I'd say like just go with not the you know, the page types, but just like the ones that are like plain, two and four times um, eight bits. So let's look at the biggest ones um some of these can do quad io in in the QDPI se- situation it actually only supports spi um but if your device requires flash memory and it has qspi mode i strongly recommend it qspi mode can usually run like 80 to 100 megahertz whereas spi is usually limited to like 16. um so not only is the clock speed much much faster but you get four b- bits of data um, bi-directional so you get like you know, it's like at least eight eight to 10 times faster. It's quite nice. Okay, so let's also look for what's in stock. Okay, and we have a lot of options. I mean, what's cool is um, you see there's a lot in stock. These are really popular. Um, People who do FPGA work need them. People who have, you know, advanced microcontrollers that use external flash need them. And there's a lot of different vendors. So one thing to watch for is um, voltage range. I've been bit by this, too. You want to make sure that you're not getting the 1.8 volt range if you're not using 1.8 volts. In my case, I'm using 3.3. So I want to filter out all those other ones because it's one thing I've noticed is because the voltage is all the way to the right, I sometimes don't look at it, and so I forget to check, like, what's the voltage range. But now, um, you know, basically we have all of these which would work just fine. Um, they, they all are pretty much equivalent. I've, as long as it's nor flash, I've I've found that other than the identifier number, which is of course going to be unique, they're pretty much cross compatible. Um, there are some slight differences sometimes where, um, page size or race size, whether they have bulk array, there's like some, some companies have added in addition to like the standard commands, like their own special commands. So watch out for that the models that i really like are the Winbond and the giga device um just because i've seen them a lot they're really popular but odesta is also really good as well um but it's hard to beat the price for 50 cents you know for one-off pieces you get um in this case two megabytes of memory runs up to 120 megahertz and q and um you can just pick up as many as you want and just solder them onto the back of your QtPi or, you know, upgrade your CircuitPython board um, if you need to. So a very handy trick to know is how to find SPI flash memory. And now you do.
1: Okay. And with that is the great search from DigiKey. Yay. Well, that's just Lady Ada for this week. Okay. A um, couple of reminders. Go to Adafruit.com. We are open. We're shipping. We're shipping really fast. So please place an order. We get it out almost instantly. We've been uh, able to take care of all orders around the world, even with all the ups and downs that are happening in the world. Um, go to Adafruit.com vote so you can see some voting resources. You have plenty of time, sort of. To get your voting plan together for Voting Month. That's what we're going to call it. And and, uh, we'll have shows on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So full week of electronics We'll only get Monday off. Yeah, Um, but we'll be posting some cool stuff all throughout the week. Check out all the places. We're usually Adafruit on all the social media networks, like even Instagram, instagram.com slash Adafruit twitter.com slash adifruit and if you want to like and subscribe post a comment apparently it helps the algorithm and you're supposed to say that now Uh, that's what the YouTube channel is it's like
0: we're feeding Moloch the uh well whatever the demon
1: you know we're just gonna we've been doing this educational content for years the folks out there help to support us place your order and uh, we'll just keep doing it okay alright thank you so much Lady Ada that is thank you everybody desk of Lady Ada for this week
0: Good night. have a great week